Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. Uh, You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any uh, movie suggestions you might have. This week, we're concluding our uh, Thanksgiving movie theme, uh, and we're going to end it with planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, so do you have the uh, synopsis? Yes. I uh, got this off Internet Movie Database. A man must struggle to travel home for Thanksgiving with an obnoxious slob as his only companion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you ready to just hop on in? Yes. All right. Um, Well, we open up with a note saying, I believe it was three days before Thanksgiving. Uh, Two days. Two days. I'm sorry. Two days before Thanksgiving. Um, And it's New York, you know, it's New York City. And uh, we see Neil, who's our main character. And he's watching this older guy looking at um, looks like some sort of marketing type thing. And uh, the guy's just like staring at it not saying anything, no expression on his face. And it gets to the point where Neil is motioning to his business partner or friend, like, I got to go. Like, I got a six o'clock flight to catch. Yeah. And uh, he's, you know, trying to, you know, be quiet about it. But it's like, you know, hey, I have to go. And meanwhile, this one guy is like oblivious and he's just like staring at, you know, whatever it was that they gave him, not saying anything. Right. And then <laughs> at some point he uh, he actually stops and put down puts it down and you think he's going to finally say something and the guy <laughs> doesn't. He just picks it back up. Yeah, looks at it again. Yeah. And so it shows uh, Neil and uh, his business uh, partner, John, or whatever, leaving and it turns out that, oh, they're actually, you know, going to postpone it until after the holidays. Yeah. So it's like they have to, you know, they have to, uh, you know, come back and do this again. Which is dumb. It is dumb. Because, like, Steve Martin's line. Yeah. They said, this is this is just marketing. That We're not trying to find the cure for cancer right. here or whatever. Just yeah, it's just cosmetics. Make a decision. Yeah, because it was supposed <laughs> to be for, like, a cosmetic line or something like that. So anyway, he gets, you know, he realizes that he forgot his gloves or whatever. And he asks, you know, his friend to, you know, hey, can you pick those up for me and I'll get them from you later? Yeah. And so he gets into the uh, gets into the elevator and his friend is like, you're you're never going to make the six. Yeah. That's what he tells him. Which turns out he's right. Yeah. Big, well, technically <laughs> well, he, he made does. It. Well, and we'll get to that. But it, it's a... Uh, it's a struggle for sure for him just to even get to the airport, which is happens like from the time that, you know, he gets down yeah, there. As soon as he leaves the elevator, mm-hmm. the race is on. Exactly. And so that's just it. So they show him and he's trying, of course, to hail a taxi and he can't because it's the middle of rush hour in New York City, you yeah. know, a couple of days before oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so at one point... He, you know, he sees a taxi. It's got the light on, you know, so, of course, that means that that taxi is available. But he makes eye contact with 
It's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But this, this is literally his only part in this movie. Yeah, non-speaking. They don't even have a name. Yeah, he doesn't have a name. I think he's just listed as like the runner yeah. or something like that <laughs> in the yeah, credits. But it just shows both of them. You see them like eyeing each other, eyeing the cab, like kind of going back and forth with their eyes. And then they both take off running towards the cab. <laughs> and... um Along the way, like, Kevin Bacon's character gets stopped because of somebody walking across, you know, the sidewalk with something. And, you know, Steve Martin's, like, running and he's thinking he's got it. And he's all, you know, he thinks, like, oh, I'm in the clear and stuff. And then he ends up tripping and falling into the street Almost like getting ran over. His oh, yeah. head almost getting yeah. run over. Yeah, he tripped on this gigantic on that gigantic trunk. Right. Well, they didn't show it right then. No. Sorry. But anyway. So and then you just see Kevin Bacon just kinda like, you know, almost like a little victory like, you know, yeah, you know. He just kinda <laughs> stares at Steve Martin and then he just hops into the cab and that's it. And then um, you know, Steve Martin he gets up and he's, you know, kinda brushing himself off. And uh, he sees this other guy, uh, you know, who's able to uh, get a taxi. And he goes up to the guy and he's like, you know, sir, he's like, basically, I, you know, I'm really sorry, but, you know, can I please have your cab? Yeah. And, you know, the guy is kind of like, you know, well, no. (laughs) My cab? I just hailed it. Yeah. I need to get home, too. Exactly. And, you know, they're they're going back and forth. And it gets to the point where the guy's like... Well, he's like, how about for 50 bucks? You know, anybody that needs a cab this bad wouldn't mind paying 50. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, God, you know, fine. Um, you know, and he gives them the money or yeah. he's about to give him the money. He's like, well, surely anybody who needs a cab this bad wouldn't mind paying 75. And he's like, not necessarily. Yeah. And at this point, the, the cabbie is getting really annoyed. And he's telling him, like, okay, come on, come on. Right. And he hears kind of like a knock or whatever on the, the back of the cab while these two are going back and forth and haggling on prices and stuff. And so the cabbie gets out and he helps this guy load this trunk and all this stuff into the back. <laughs> and... Um, so, yeah, they, they come up with, like, okay, fine, here's, you know, 100 or whatever the amount yeah, was. Yeah, he paid the guy, but by that time, the well, other dude who stole the cab is hopping in. I love it, though, because he's, you know, he calls him, how was he say? Yo, you're, a, he says, you're a thief. And he's like, close, I'm an attorney. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he gives him the money. But then at that point, yeah, the cab already takes off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he realizes he actually goes to get into the cab and that's when he realizes like oh shit where's the cab and then at this point you see him and he's chasing down the cab running after it yeah and (laughs) and when he finally he like finally gets up to it yeah at a stoplight yeah and he practically tries to pull the guy out of the cab he opens it up he's like all right this is my cab out and then at that point the light turned green and the cab, you know, took off or whatever. But you saw, like, the look on the guy's face who was obviously terrified because it's like, what the hell, <laughs> you know? And uh, let's see. It shows him and he was on a bus, I guess, like an airport bus or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just took a bus to the airport. And, yeah. And uh, they show the time. It's 5.58. He's got yes. until 6 o'clock. So... 
they show him and of course he's booking it he's doing his best you know to make it in time well he gets there and then he realizes that the flight was delayed yeah yeah that's correct i'm sorry i was reading my notes at the same time yeah Yeah, he the weather is starting to kind of roll in and it's not it's not looking too bad yet but it's bad enough that they don't want anybody to leave on just yet so anywho yeah so he's got to sit down in the terminal mm-hmm. and wait for them to let everybody board. And I think at this point he calls his wife. He does. Yeah. He calls her and tells her that, you know, oh, it shouldn't be any later than 10 at this point now. Right. And it, I and, just, uh, I like, well, I just liked it because like they kind of show the wife and the kids are at home and they're eating dinner and the mom is, you know, Talking to the kids about, I guess, one of the grandparents, one of them, the, one of the grandpas likes to give like a noogie to one kid. And oh, yeah. Gives and Indian, an Indian rug burn to the other. Yeah. I and, mean, rope burn. Yeah. And he's like. Both of those. Right. He's like, up. I'd prefer a noogie. Yeah. And then that's whenever the phone rings and the, the daughter or whatever, she's like, oh, she's like flight delay. Like she, she automatically knows. Oh, yeah. She knows. called it. Yeah. As soon as she finds out it's her dad or whatever. Yeah. She's like, oh, flight delay. And then that's whenever we find out, you know, that, yeah, he tells her, you know, I shouldn't be home any later than 10. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay, I'll wait up for you. Um, and so we see him and the guy, other guy, you know, that are sitting there. <laughs> and I like the book he's reading. Yeah, Canadian it, Mountain. He doesn't was even the name. try to like hide the book by putting it inside of another book or right. magazine. He's just reading it in the open. <laughs> yep. And, uh, Steve Martin looks across and sees him, and he knows, he knows who he is. He he's immediately recognizes him as the yeah. guy who stole the cab. Uh, yeah, he kind of so, gives this look, like, yeah. "Yeah, I know who you are." But the other guy looks at Steve Martin, and he just—I forget Steve Martin's character. That's why I keep Neil. calling Neil. Yeah, I always call them by their <laughs> real names. acting, their real names, because yeah. I can never remember the characters. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, he doesn't recognize. He knows the face, but he can't place where he's from. And that's just it. That's why he says, you know, I know you from somewhere, don't I? He's yeah. like, you know, basically, you know, I never I never forget a face, but I'm, you know, really, I'm sorry. I don't right. remember your name. Yep. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you stole my cab. And he, he you know, uh, Dell or whatever laughs. And he's like, I haven't stolen anything in my life. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, I held a, a cab earlier over on Park Avenue. And before I could get into it, you, you know, you stole it. Yeah. And, and then it hits him. And he's yeah. like, oh, you're the guy that tried to steal my cab. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, But then he also realizes, too, he's like, Come to think of it, it was really easy to get a cab during rush hour. Yeah, he just walked right up, mm-hmm. popped the trunk, and hopped in. Yeah. Which and then I imagine should not have been the case. Yeah, God no, probably <laughs> not. And then that's whenever he's, he's like really apologetic, like, I am so sorry. He's like, I had no idea that was your cab. Yeah. Is what he tells him. And he's like, you know, let me make it up to you. He's like, how about, you know, a beer and a hot dog? Right. And, you know, Neil is kind of like, no, you know, and... He's very insistent, like... Oh, yeah. And I he, mean, I don't know why he turned him down, to be honest with you, because the guy is apologizing. Yeah. And he just wants to make it up to him by buying him a, just, just a small something to eat or drink. It's like... Right. Personally, I probably would have taken him up, yeah. taken him up on the offer. Me too. But I'd have been I, like, oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, let's go have a hot dog or let's go have a beer or whatever. I guess maybe it's to show, you know, because Neil is extremely... 
you know, he's not a super chill guy. Well, that's true. He's very, he's very uptight. uptight. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't want to interact with anybody. Yeah. That's, which I kind of get a little bit too. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, if somebody is offering like free food and it's not like they made it or something, I'd take them up on it too. Right. Well, yeah, you that's know? true. They're just offering muffins that they keep in their trench coat. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Like, no, that's all right. You can, you can keep those. So. Your trench coat muffins. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he, you know, he uh, declines the offer. And yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, I knew I knew you is what is what tells us. <laughs> um, and so finally, though, they get onto the plane. But he has an issue because apparently his he his uh, flight assignment is in coach and not first class. Correct, thought, which is what he paid for. Right, he paid for a first class uh, ticket. Yep. But for whatever reason, he has a coach like seat. Which seems assignment. kind of dumb because yes, the flight was delayed, but it's right. not like it was overbooked or I don't know. I yeah, don't understand I don't why he's reassigned from what he would paid for. Right. To. A completely different seat in a completely different class on the airplane. Yeah. On I the same day, just right. a later time. Right. I don't know. But anyway, so, you it's know, dumb. he's, you know, obviously annoyed. He's like, well, first you delay me and now you bump me. I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> and of course, who does he have to sit next to? Of course. Dell. Yep. Yep. And so he, I love it because Dell is like, is this a coincidence or what? You know, and he kind of laughs and tells him to have a seat. And you can tell the look on Neil's face is like, oh, damn it. Like, out of all the places to sit on the plane. Exactly. And he's the world's worst passenger. Oh, yeah. We find that out. Oh, yeah. He won't won't shut up at all on the plane. Nope. And that's exactly like they won't. You know, he does not shut up. You know, he introduces himself and he lets him know, like, I'm a shower ring salesman. Yeah. Um, you know, and he asks, you know, Neil, like, his name and, you know, what he does. And he says he does marketing. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, oh, you know, that's super, you know, very nice. And this is when Neil kind of tells him, like, well, you know, I'm not a really big talker. You know, I just want to relax and, yeah. you know, chill. Mm-hmm. And... Dell is like, please let me know, you know, if I'm talking too much and that kind of stuff. And <laughs> which you kind of did let him know, yeah, by saying by that. saying that, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to talk, like leave me alone. And then he does, he ends up taking off not only his shoes but mm-hmm. his socks. Gross. Which nasty. Don't yep. don't do that on a plane, guys. That's or just nasty. Really anywhere. Well, you're in your mostly house, on a plane. Unhouse. Yeah. I mean, I'll take them off if, like, I'm in the car. Like, if I'm going on a long trip. Yeah, that's true. But still, like, on a plane, though, when you're surrounded by all those strangers and stuff, it's like, don't do that. Yeah. So, anyway, he's... And he takes off his socks and he starts, like, flinging his socks along (laughs) around and, oh, you know, my, my dogs are barking and all that kind of stuff. And... Well, you could tell, like, yeah, Neil's not into yeah. it at all. Yeah. Um, they kind of show at the at O'Hare, you know, in Chicago. At this point, yeah, the uh, snowstorm has rolled in. Yeah, and they show that flights are starting to be canceled. Right. At the airport they're supposed to land Exactly. At. But they're still in the air. They're still in the air. Heading towards Chicago. Right. And it's kind of funny, though, because, you know, the plane is dark and you, you know, hear people snoring and... 
you know, sleeping and stuff like that. And you've got Dell uh, on one side, like laying, you know, laying on uh, Neil's shoulder. You got yeah, this old guy passenger. doing the same thing. And then Dell turns over to uh, Neil and he goes, six bucks in my right testicle that we don't land in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, they don't land in Chicago. No. So he calls his wife, um, who was already like sleeping and stuff like that. And she answers the phone and she's, you know, like, well, where are you? And he's like, I'm in Wichita. And she's like, Wichita, Kansas. It's like, well, duh. But anyway. <laughs> And, you know, she she's like, what are you doing in Wichita? And he's like, you know, we couldn't fly into Chicago. Right. The flight was diverted. We couldn't land. And she's like, well, I don't understand what a snowstorm in Chicago has to do with Wichita. It's like, think about it, lady. Yeah. The really? flight was diverted. And yeah. this is where it was diverted to yeah, because Chicago was closed. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to do? Just keep flying around? Yeah. You, you'll <laughs> run out of fuel eventually. <laughs> yeah. And then, the result is not good. Yeah, she made it seem like she wasn't trusting, like, what he said. It was like, you know, why? Yeah, he's not going to, like, lie right. about that. It's like, look out the window. Like, yeah, they can't land in that. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so he he basically says, like, what you just said. And so he gets off the phone, and uh, Dell comes up to him and asks, you know, oh, you know, so do you call the wife and stuff? And he was like, yeah, you know, and he's like, you know, I've got a motto. He's like, like your work, love your wife. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll try to remember that next time. Yeah. You know, sorry, guys, about the dogs. Yeah. Um, They're good dogs, but they're noisy sometimes. Yeah. Um, Acorn fell somewhere, probably. Yeah. Or squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so um, he uh, it turns out, you know, he he goes, you know, off um, and he starts calling hotels. And of course, there none of the hotels have any rooms. And so, you know, he gets off the phone yep. and Dell comes up to him and he's like, hey, you know, did you find a room? And he's like, no, he's like, you know, they're all booked up. Mm-hmm. And Dell's like, well, he's like, well, you were calling home. I called the Braidwood Inn. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I missed that or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, he, you know, this is whenever uh, Dell offers, he's like, hey, he's like, you know, I've got an idea. Um, if you want to pick up the taxi fare, you know, I'll make sure that, you know, we can go, we can go to that hotel or whatever. And, you know, you can get a, probably get a room because right. I know the guy since I sold him shower curtains which, <laughs> or shower he, curtain rings. Shower curtain rings. Yeah. yeah. He loves them ever since. Mm-hmm. Best rings he ever bought or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and so, you know, he, uh, he looks over and sure enough sees this, you know, guy like laying on the floor, you know, waiting on a, you know, flight. Yeah. And at that point he just decides to, um, you know, take him up on the offer. It's yeah. Like, motel okay. with Dale sounds a lot better than sleeping on exactly i mean airport uh, floor yeah exactly so um i think this is where we see the taxi yeah doobies doobies taxi service yeah no not taxi service what was it taxorama taxorama yeah yeah (laughs) and it's it's supposed to be like this really it's like this pimped out like vehicle taxi roller yeah taxi roller that's what doobies taxi roller yeah and you know of course Dale knows the guy. Oh yeah, and yeah, so there's not really a theme to how it's pimped out. It's no. random. Yeah, there's like a devil on the antenna, and it's a light up thing. 
there's Christmas lights or something all over the thing. There's half naked like lady pictures on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's lifted on pneumatics or hydraulics right. so it can raise up and lower down and stuff. Yeah, and you can. And it's just it's just like he just threw a bunch of money at it mm-hmm. and just did whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're, you know, in the car or whatever. And of course, um, Neil is like, you know, Hey, how much longer, you know, until we get to the hotel? Yeah. You know, he's like, Oh, you know, uh, just a little while longer. And, um, he asks or Adele asks like, Hey, why didn't you take the interstate? And he goes, well, he's like, I figured since your friend hadn't been here before, you know, that maybe, you know, that I would just show yeah. him around. You want to see the sights. <laughs> so, the, what sites? It's the middle of the night. Man. Yeah, that's what Neil says. It's like, it's <laughs> the middle of the night. And um, Dell is like, I know. He's like, but he's proud of his town. Yeah, he's that's, like, that's rare these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they get to the hotel and, you know, the hotel isn't, or the motel, I should say, is really not that bad. I mean, yeah. it's not anything fancy, but it's fine. So they go in, and um, Dell immediately sees this guy uh, named Gus, who I guess is the guy that owns the, the motel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all happy to, you know, see each other. And um, Dell introduces, uh, you know, Neil to, to Gus. And he's like, well, he's like, here's the thing, you know, um, we both need a room because our flight was canceled. Yeah. That kind of thing. And so, you know, hey, do you think you can help us out? And so they both, um, you know, take out their cards or whatever to right. pay for the room. And I thought it was funny because they have, what are like the odds they'd have like the same card? Yeah, they have the same, they both have Diners Club cards. Yeah. Which I don't think are around anymore. I don't think so. I have but, no idea. Uh, <laughs> they um, both have Diners Club cards. And first, the hotel clerk, motel clerk puts the, puts Neil's right. card on the the, <laughs> the card swiper, yeah. the card slider, <laughs> the old school uh, carbon copy slider. Yep. And uh, but he doesn't slide it to make the carbon copy. He right. just immediately takes it off and puts Dale's on there. Yeah. I guess maybe because they had an arrangement that Dale would pay. Yeah. I don't know. But then the cards get mixed up they yeah. both look exactly the same and exactly. nobody bothers to look at the name on the card before right. they take their cards yeah so uh the thing is though is he goes to uh get the the uh, key um and they find out that it's the last room mm-hmm. and so you know neil's like oh we have to share and uh they get into the room and not only do they have to share a room but there's only one bed there's not even like, you know, twin beds or queen beds or anything. It's just one, you know, bed. Yeah. And uh, they're, you know, kind of just looking around at the room and like, oh, crap. You know, we have to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. And Steve, was it, who asked, who asked if they wanted to take a shower? Oh, that was uh, Dell. Dale. Dale asked, uh, so do you want to take a shower? And he was like, and no. And he realized like, oh, no, no, not together. And like, yeah. you need to take a shower. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take a shower and yeah. you just be out here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just it. So they show uh, Neil's in the shower, you know, doing his thing. And basically, you know, they have ish like there's water issues and, you know, that kind of stuff. And he, yeah. he ends up finally getting out of the shower and he realizes that uh, the Dell had used all of the towels. There's Which all is stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Why do you need that many towels I mean, for? 
Dale is, like, I feel bad for the guy in a way, but he's also, like, a, he, he's super annoying. Oh, yeah. His character is super annoying. He's a big slob. He used every single towel in that bathroom. Right. They're laying on the floor soaking wet. And he's got stuff soaking in the sink or something, too. Right. And so, but that's just it, though. So, all that's left is, like, a washcloth. Yeah, just so a single to... washcloth is a last dry towel. Yeah. So, Gosh. that's what he did. He yeah. basically pat himself down. Yep. Um, it just kind of, it, it was showing Dell kind of setting up, you know, the bed. You know, he's got, like, a special pillow that he has to use. And he sets out a picture of his wife. Um, you know, puts that on the table and, um, well, yeah, well, what's his name is in the shower. He's, he, you know, put a coin in and so did like the, the, uh, vibrating Oh bed. yeah, the magic fingers yeah. or whatever it is they call it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I think after that is them actually laying in bed. Yeah. And they're, they're both laying in bed and. Neil is trying to go to sleep. Yeah. But Dale's wanting to talk. Well, what happened what happened was was he's like, you know, I had no idea that the beer would explode. Oh, that's right. That's why the bed was soaking wet. Right. Cuz he did the magic fingers and it shook the beers up until they And apparently he was stupid and and either <laughs> opened up the beers or something. Yeah. So Gosh. Anyway, and and from there they kind of argue a little bit and and they just kind of leave it with we just we got to get some sleep we got yeah. a big day ahead of us right but dale's bed routine is ridiculous yeah there's a lot of clearing of the throat a lot yeah. of like gross nasal stuff and yeah. you know finally uh what's his name can't handle it and he just like you know gets up and he you know this is like where they have like this huge argument with yeah. each other because there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of yelling at each other. Yeah, Neil, well, Neil's, he's hit a breaking point with Dale's annoyingness. Right. He, he gets up and he tells him not only is his sinus clearing routine annoying, he tells him, you're annoying. Right. He tells him, like, can, when you've got an antidote, when you've got a short story, you I've, need to have a point. Well, and I actually, I could probably just read this off of IMDb. Oh, okay. Where Neil says, you know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. You choose things that are funny or mildly amusing or interesting. You're a miracle. Your stories have none of that. They're not even amusing accidentally. Honey, I'd like you to meet Del Griffith. He's got some amusing anecdotes for you. Oh, and here's a gun so you can blow your brains out. You'll thank me for it. I could tolerate any insurance seminar. For days, I could sit there and listen to them go on and on with a big smile on my face. They'd say, how can you stand it? I'd say, because I've been with Del Griffith. I can take anything. <laughs> you know what they'd say? They'd say, I know what you mean. The shower curtain ring guy. Whoa. It's like going on a date with a chatty Kathy doll. I expect you uh, have a little string on your chest. You know that I pull out and have to snap back. Except I wouldn't pull it out and snap it back. You would. Ag, ag, ag. And by the way, <laughs> you know, when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. <laughs> so. But anyway, 
And Dell, after all that, and you could tell Dell was getting kind of emotional and he looked like he was going to start to cry. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you want to hurt me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel any better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me. Because I'm the real article. And what you see is what you get. And then at that point... You know, they kind yeah. of they kind of end it with all that after everything. And uh, Del goes to, you know, lay back down. And, you know, finally, uh, Neil also does. It's just kind of like, all right, you know, let's kind of get that over with. And um, after all that happens, somebody uh, breaks actually into their motel room and it's like this long-haired, you know, kid or whatever. Yeah, and punk. Yeah. He uses a knife to break into the room, mm-hmm. too. I don't think that would work. Right. That knife tip wasn't long enough and narrow enough <laughs> to fit actually inside of the lock where the tumblers were. Right. So I don't know. It's a movie. Yeah. But, And yeah, so you just, you see him take, you know, money and stuff and he, you know takes all the money out of one of the wallets and, you know, puts it in his hat and he, you know, see him sneak out of the room. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the next morning um, you see him and they're laying in bed. And at one point, Dell leans over and he starts to, you know, starts to kiss on Neil's ear. Right. And at first Neil looked like he kind of liked it until he realized like, oh shit, yeah, I'm not at home. That's yeah, I'm not, not my sleeping wife. With my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Dell, he's like, "Why are you kissing my ear?" And he's and Dell is like, "Why are you holding my hand?" And he goes, "Wait." He's like, "Where's your other hand?" And Dell's like, "Between two pillows." And <laughs> he goes, "Those aren't pillows." And they both, you know, start to scream and stuff. And they they get up and they're, you know, like trying to shake it off, like, "Ugh," you know. Yeah. And then they try to do the whole manly thing, like, "Oh, you know, did you see that Bears game last week? Oh, yeah, that was a good game," and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So trying to reassure each other that they're menly men, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, Neil goes a, goes off to the bathroom. Yeah, he needs to splash some water on his face, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but then he realizes that Dale is soaking his socks in the sink. Yeah, he's so and, and he, dries his face with underwear. Yeah, he dries. You know, and you hear off like in the distance, like, "Hey, Neil, you know, can you take my socks out of the out of the sink before you brush your teeth?" Okay, yeah. and that at that point, yeah, he'd already put his nasty sock water on his face and also put his nasty underwear on his face to dry it off. God. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, anyway, I believe there's another phone call to the wife. I think so. And this is where the wife is not exactly happy that he spent the night with a stranger, with, you know, a strange guy. Right, which would be alarming. It would. I would be sure. a little alarmed. Well, yeah. Like, you don't know this person. Why Right. do you think this is a good idea? Yeah. And she's like, have you lost your mind? And he's like, not yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you know? So. Um, but they're at, like, a diner and they're eating breakfast. And they're just talking about how, you know, basically good luck getting a flight, you know, to get back home. Yeah, Dale tells him that because 
he he's probably got a lot of travel experience mm-hmm. since he's a salesman and right. stuff. Right. And uh, then they find out um, they find out that their money is gone. First, Neil does. Right. Because after they're done talking, then they decide that they're going to, uh, I guess, hitch a ride to a train st- station. Right. With somebody that um, uh, Dale knows. Right. Um, Neil pulls out his wallet to pay for the meal. Yeah. And he's got no money in his wallet. Right. And he he says, you know, that, you know, that, hey, you stole out of my wallet. And he's like, you know, no, I didn't. And and Neil's like, I had over like over seven hundred dollars in here. Yeah. And you know, Dell at that point takes out his own wallet and he tells him, you know, to count it. He's like, I got you know two hundred and thirty six dollars in there. And he's right. like, if there's a dollar more, you know, then you can you know call me a thief. Yeah. And so he goes, you know, he opens up the wallet and he's like, and yeah, they find out like neither one of them have money. Mm-hmm. And I love it because Del goes, we've been robbed. And uh, Neil goes, oh, gee, you think so? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they're sitting there at this point now. They're sitting outside of the motel, you know, waiting for this ride. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're just, you know, chatting back and forth um, until they see, you know, this truck uh, approaching. Raggedy old Mm -hmm. pickup truck. And they're mobile, basically. Yeah, and they're like, oh, God, I hope that's, you know, not our ride yeah. type of thing. Sure enough, you know, this uh, hick looking guy named Owen gets out of the car and he's, <laughs> you know, like, oh, he's like, are you Dell? Yeah, he's constantly spitting tobacco mm-hmm. or hawking up loogies. Right. And so, you know, they, they find out that um, the drive is actually going to be a little bit further because the train station that they thought they were going to be going to yes. was for, like, livestock and cattle. Yep. He's like, the people train is in such and such city. <laughs> the people train. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> Stupid idiot. He's like, oh, you know, well, do you mind taking us there? And he's like, no, you know. Uh, get in the back mm-hmm. and we're introduced real quickly to his wife yes because you know they go to pick up the the um right that giant trunk of yeah bales. and he's like no you put that down my wife will get that for you yeah get your this skinny really ass kinda, out of there yeah she's real kind of sheepish looking yeah kinda, she's small you know um not scared i'm i can't think of the word i'm looking for yeah but He's bossing her around. Yeah. Telling her to pick it up. And, and the guys are like, oh, no, you know, don't worry. We've got it. And yeah. he's like, oh, you know, she may look small, but she's strong. And he's like, her first baby came out sideways. <laughs> she didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> Jeez. Sideways. <laughs> so, How was that? I don't know. <laughs> but, but anywho. Anyway. So at that point, though, the guys, you know, still grabbed it. It's like, oh, we got it, you know. And so now they're sitting in the back of this truck and it's cold. Oh, yeah. And there's yep. also a dog in the back with them. Right. Well, they don't find that out until uh, yeah. Steve Martin, I don't know why he took his gloves off. Yeah. But he went to go pick his gloves up out of the hay. Mm-hmm. And this snarling dog pops out of the yeah. hay and starts nipping at his hands. Right. And then <laughs> Del's like, give him the goddamn glove. <laughs> yeah, like the, the dog's gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but they they get to the uh, train station. Yes. And at this point, they're just covered in frost. Yeah. Both the guys are and And the the dog. dog. Yeah. (laughs) So. And uh, they get to this. Once they're at the station, they 
go to get their tickets, and uh, Dale, I mean Neil, I'm sorry, Neil was only able to purchase tickets seated separately in separate cars. Right. And so it kind of looks like it's going to be them parting ways now, finally. And they start saying their goodbyes, and Neil is, I mean, Dale is saying, give me your address so I can send right. you a thank you card uh, for Christmas and stuff. And he's well, like, oh, no, no, I think, don't worry. I think oh, he was also going to send Pam, yeah. Pay him back for the yeah. t- train ticket, too. Right. And Dale's telling him, don't worry about it, it's a, it's Neil, a gift. Yeah. And um, so then they board on the train, and while they're on the train, you see Steve Martin, he's seated next to this lady who's reading a magazine. Yeah. And he starts to kind of make conversation like Dale yeah. did to him. Yeah. She's not interested. Right. So he goes back to yeah. looking out the window. And I don't know how far they traveled. I I'm can't not... remember what state they got to. No, they were still in the same state. Oh, were they? Yeah. But the train broke down pretty quick. Then. Yeah, it did. Because that's just it. They ended up... They ended up... Um, so yeah, the train breaks down and they're told basically get off the train. You're gonna walk like a mile or something like that to like this bus yeah. station. I tried to look up, but I couldn't find anything like what the protocol is for yeah. a passenger train right? if it were to break down. Pretty sure they but wouldn't just I don't tell think, people. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would just send people off hiking in the middle of a field and go <laughs> uh, two miles up. You're gonna hit a freeway and then you can hitchhike back. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. I think you're supposed to. To me, what makes sense is you wait on the train, right. and they probably send backup or a rescue. They send something, something yeah, along the you. way. Right. <laughs> so, at that point, you know, Neil sees Dell or whatever, and he pick, helps, you know, pick up the, uh, yeah. the whatchamacallit thing. And right. Yeah, he feels bad for Dale. He doesn't want to go over there, but he's dragging yeah. it through the mud in this nasty field, so right. they're hitched up together again. Yeah, and so uh, we see them, you know, at the bus station. Yeah. So now we've got to deal with a bus. Exactly. And and they finally, they get on the bus together. Wait, wasn't there something that happened in between? Or did they just kind of fade? I think they just faded to Faded to, to them on the bus. But the bus is annoying. You've got this kid running up and down the middle aisle of the bus with a pinwheel in his hand. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but I'd be tempted to stick my leg out and trip (laughs) that kid. It's like, where's your parents, man? Exactly. Freaking calm down. And then, you know, there's a couple or whatever, a young, you know, 20-something couple making out, you know, in the the seats next to them. Exactly. And at one point... You know, they're kind of staring, you know, they're kind of looking at them. And then the guy stops and he's like, why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they, Neil's, gosh darn, their name's too close Neil to the and, same. It's Neil and Dell, not Dale. Oh, I thought it was Dale. No, it's Dell. Oh. But anyway. Dell, Neil. They're still too close together for me. I keep getting them confused. Yeah. Then again, I have issues with names <laughs> with movies anyway. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I thought it was obnoxious that Dell was laughing. Yeah, like, oh, you got busted. Like, yeah. you were the one looking first. I, right. They just busted me looking because you were <laughs> telling me, "Hey, check that out." Right. <laughs> it seems like Steve Martin's character Neil is always well. It's not seems like it is what happens. Yeah, he he's always getting in trouble 
because of Dale. Right. Dale just is like bad luck. Exactly. No matter what. That's true. And, uh, and so from that, it cuts to everybody on the bus is trying to entertain themselves now. Because mm-hmm. it's a really long ride. I think they're... Well, wait, I think I think that they said, like, well, I hate to tell you this, but this bus is only going to get us to St. Louis. Yeah, they were only going to go to Missouri, St. Louis. Yeah. Well, because they were, yeah. Because they, they still need to get to Chicago. Right. And that's, you know, not Further even away. close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he lets them know, like, oh, just let you know, this bus, you know, will only take us to St. Louis. Yeah. So... But yeah, the you know they've got um, everybody's like singing along and stuff like that, trying to kill time, and poor Neil, he's trying to be cool and you know participate, and he starts singing some song, which I don't even know what song it was. I don't know, but it sounds like if it's a real one, it sounds like it could have been like a crooner. Yeah, maybe style. Or but that's something just like it. That, you Every, know? Everybody stopped to look at him, like, the, like what the you know? heck are you singing, yeah. pal? And so, you know, went over everybody's heads. And then, of course, freaking Dell goes in there with the Flintstones, Flintstones theme song. Yes. And Everybody course, knows that, of course. Right. And that's just it. <laughs> Neil even gave a look like, oh, yeah, of it's course. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Of course these people would know that, but not. <laughs> yeah, whatever that other song was. And so it just shows them, you know, like singing and stuff. And then uh, from there, uh, after they've gotten off the bus... We see Dell doing his selling thing, and he's yeah. a really good salesman. Oh yeah, he's pretty good. He's getting people to buy shower rings and using and convincing them, as, them that they're something else. That totally they're earrings. Different. Yeah, is what they're. He's trying to convince them. Yeah, autographed by Daryl Strawberry. One of them was right. And, no, uh, this is your Diane Sawyer. You know, earring. Oh, she was. She autographed it. Yeah, yeah it was that's just. Right. It was just a bunch of like BS. Yeah. And of course, he's taking everybody's money and. Um, we see uh, uh, Neil, of course, and he tries calling home, but he doesn't get a response. Yeah. And so we see his uh, daughter real quick, and there's you can tell it's like a pageant type thing. And, um, you know, she they show her, you know, oh, my name's, you know, Marnie or whatever. And um, I'm, you know, thankful that my dad is going to be home for Thanksgiving is yeah. what she tells the crowd. And so... We go back to Neil and Dell, and they're eating or whatever. And you know he's uh, Dell is talking about how oh you know this was you know I made like a hundred bucks or whatever uh, selling this right. kind of stuff. He he made out pretty yeah, good selling that for stuff. a short amount of time. Yeah, he's like you know after this meal we'll still be sitting on uh, sitting on a little over a hundred dollars. Yeah, and so um, he asked you know like oh you know did you call home? And he's like, you know, yeah, um, yeah, you know, nobody was there. He's like, you know, probably because they were at my daughter's uh, Thanksgiving pageant. Yep. And he's just kind of talking about how, oh, you know, that's that's hard. And, you know, you can never get, really get those kinds of memories back, which, you know, thanks for reminding me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know that. I'm very well aware. Yeah. Um, and he, he was just talking, um, Neil was talking about how, you know, he's been kind of traveling a lot and you know he should be home more often right and dale dale goes well he's like i haven't been home in years yeah he he says it looking kind of looking down at the ground yeah. and it just comes out yeah i haven't and, been home in years neil is like what what do you mean he's like oh oh i'm just on the road so much it yeah. feels like i haven't been home in years right. you know how that, it goes right um so let's see so and but 
this is at this this is the same scene where Neil mm-hmm. after Dale kind of says that to sort of brush it off and yeah and uh, Neil tells Dale Dale that yeah <laughs> he's he's trying to get out of being hitched up with this guy and trying right. to do it in sort of a nice way and he's like look I've been thinking and I think. You're not gonna get anywhere with me. I'm just slowing you down. Yeah. You know, I think it's I think it's just best. And Dale Dell's like, No, 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 don't be crazy. You're not you're not a burden. Right. And so Neil says, Well, no, I, I think it is best that we just go our separate ways. I right. think we'll be faster. Yeah. And Dell catches on. He he realizes what he's doing. He's yeah. you know calling him Yeah. He he takes offense. He does. And He's like, fine, you know, go ahead, leave, right. and gives him 50 bucks from and, the cash that and he... And he keeps telling him, I don't want your money, and they keep arguing, like, well, yeah. he's like, fine. He's like, just leave the money then. He's yeah, like, I don't care. I don't care, yeah. Um, Let's see, we see, uh, I think at this point, like you said, so they, they go, they decide to go their separate ways. Yeah, and, and so... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so we see... Uh, uh, Neil or whatever on a bus, yep. and I love the like. I don't even know who the hell the driver is, but he I says know, I can't understand, he can't what, understand he says. what the hell he says. Well, I think he tells him where his rental car is. Yeah, because he it, they don't show it; they just kind of segue into this right. scene where he has gone back to the airport, right? Or gone to an airport to rent a car yeah, in St. Louis, and uh, so yeah, yeah. The bus driver just shouts at him some sort of yeah. So he Latin, gets, I don't know. Yeah, so he, you know, he gets out and he's, you know, looking at his ticket and looking at, you know, each of the stall numbers yep. or whatever. And he gets to V5 and there's no car there, which that's supposed to be his car. Yeah. So at that point, he starts, again, running after the bus. He's like, <laughs> hey, you know, wait, you know, there's no car there. And then that's whenever he just, like, loses his shit because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the bus takes off. And this is where, you know, he starts throwing all the stuff down and he takes that ticket and, like, throws it and just oh, is, like, over right. it. Yeah. And so you see him and now he's trekking basically across the interstate. Yep. And he almost, again, almost gets killed. He oh, yeah. slides down this hill and ends up, yeah, on the interstate. Yeah. And his his hat or whatever, he goes to get his hat and it gets ran over by a semi, which yeah. would have been his, you know, head or exactly. whatever. And it was like inches away, inches away from his head. Right. And anyway, after all that, you see him also walking across. It almost looked like the tarmac or whatever at the airport. <laughs> yes. You know, and he... He get, comes through the doors and stuff, and he's looking ragged as hell. And, you know, he's waiting in line and um, to be helped. And, of course, it's played by one of my favorites, Eddie McClure, Edie McClurg. Yeah. Um, you know, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah, she's, she's good. And she's just having this full-blown conversation about Thanksgiving dinner. Right, which would be annoying what. if you're it a would. customer in line. It's like, yeah, look, you're working. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's talking with I guess her son or something. It's something. And they're talking about dinner and family and, Yeah. And uh when she finally hangs up she asks Oh, you Neil, know, can I help you? Yeah. But yeah, it's just Yeah. And he says, you know, he says yes and she says, Well, you know, what can I how can I help you or what can I do for you? Right. And this is his I love I love this scene because he 
Steve oh, Martin. Oh, he loses it. He, Steve Martin loses it so well. And, uh... He says, y'all, he says fuck, like, 18 times. Yeah, which... I didn't realize until today... Yep. ...that that's the reason for the rating of this movie. Yeah. I thought this movie was PG-13 forever. Right. And then... When we started playing it, the little screen popped up that said the motion pictures was rated R. Yep. And I was like, what the heck is it rated R for? There's no nudity. There's no violence. There's nothing that I can think of. Right. And you're like, yeah, well, but Steve Martin drops the F-bomb like 18 times. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So, but yeah, basically the end of the conversation is... You know, I want a fucking car right fucking now. Yeah. And she She's looks, like, well, where's your rental agreement? And he's like, I threw it away. And she's like, <laughs> oh, boy. And he's like, oh, boy, what? And she says, you're fucked. Like that. And you just see him, like, <laughs> you know, walking angrily away. Yes. And he stops off at, uh, he, you know, goes outside and he stops off at, like, a taxi station. And you see this guy and he's... You know, asking, you know, so, you know, where are you headed off to? And he's like, Chicago. And the guy's like, Chicago is like, you know, do you like, no. Yeah, you realize you're in Missouri, right? Yeah, you're in St. Louis. And he's like, yes, I know. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm very well aware. Yeah. It's been a long, long journey. Right. And he just, you know. And he loses it on that guy, too. Yeah. And he's like, look, you're a funny guy. If I wanted a joke, I'd watch you, you know. I'd watch you in the men's restroom or whatever. Right. Until and the guy sucker punches. Sucker punches him. He goes falling into the street yeah. and we see Dell almost run him over. That dude is a terrible driver, well, by yeah. the way. Like he's screeching tires. He's yeah. swerving all in and out of traffic. But yeah, he almost runs over uh, Neil and he gets out of the car and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I almost ran your head over like a melon. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, tax, the taxi guy is telling him to get out of here. Yeah, get out of like, here. Yeah, move it. <laughs> and Dell's like, you inconsiderate asshole. <laughs> he's like, you know, can't you see this man is injured? I like John Candy. Yeah. And he's like, I'll move my car, but I want you to help him up. Gosh. And Neil is like, no. Yes. And he goes, with pleasure. Oh, and all man. of a sudden, you see the the uh, taxi guy grab him by the balls and pull him. Yeah, pull him up. Yeah. And then it cuts to them in the car. And right. They, and Dell is like, boy, I've never seen anybody uh, get picked up by their testicles before. Right. You sure are lucky that cop drove by. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Neil's voice is like a lot higher now from <laughs> yes. being injured after that. And, you know, it just it shows them, you know, driving along and um, Dell is kind of telling him, like, you know, you need to go with the flow. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go with the flow, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And um, at one point we see Neil is now driving and freaking Dell is messing with the uh, car, uh, the seat. Yeah, the power seat in the car. Yeah. Which operates... In a way that no other power seat does. Apparently. Because <laughs> at it's one point... It's super fast and it even pivots to the sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's just it. And so, you know, Neil is telling him, hey, he's like, knock it off. You're going to break it. Right. And he's like, well, he's like, I'm trying to get comfortable. Yeah, once you mess with these things, you can never get comfortable. He's and it's like, like, well, then stop messing with it. Right. He's and like, he's, but I want to get comfortable. Yeah. Which I can kind of understand that. It's yeah. like, I want to get comfortable. So Leave finally he gets the seat where he wants it. And he's complaining, though, because he's like... 
like, man, he's like, now I can't, you know, take my shoes off. And he's like, leave your shoes on. He's like, I don't want to, yes, you please know, do. yeah, please leave your shoes on. <laughs> and so <clears throat> we see, I think after that, we see um, Neil is now in the passenger seat. Yeah. They've switched driving duties. Yep. And, and uh, he's like, you broke the goddamn seat is what he tells him. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm sorry. You said, yeah, you did say Neil was yeah. in the passenger seat. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're I, good. I blanked off there for a second. Yeah. And I was Neil reading is a upset. to catch up and got well, mixed up. <laughs> yeah. And Neil is upset because he's like, yeah, you broke the goddamn seat. Yeah. Because sure enough, like you hear it and it's like moving. Yeah, it's like struggling and mm-hmm. stuff. And then finally it ends up moving him all the way up to the, <laughs> yeah. the windshield. Presses him against the windshield. It's like, oh, this is great. This is this is just perfect and yeah. comfortable. And, and then it goes boom, all yeah, the way back Yeah, all the way again. back. And they're, you know, uh, Dell is like, you know, I don't want to argue, okay? And yeah. he's like, you know, let's not fight. And so at this point he, you know, tells, or Neil tells him, he's like, whatever. He's like, I'm going to sleep. And so, you know, he starts to sleep or whatever and this is where we get a little montage of uh of um dell having a a fun time driving and oh yeah he's pretending to play the piano and it's a um uh it's mess around i think yeah mess around um, uh, um Oh, not Ray Charles. Yeah, it is Ray Charles. Oh, yeah, 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 he did that. Yeah, and so he's just having fun. He's, you know, playing on, you know, pretending to play, like, the piano on the dashboard. Eyes on the road, man. He takes both his hands off, and he's doing the dashboard like a piano. And then he also does a saxophone with his hands. And so, uh, you know, at one point, he had a cigarette, and he flicks the cigarette. Yeah, but it goes right back into the car. It goes into the back seat, which he didn't know airflow right. and everything outside the car because yeah. the window in the back is cracked it just mm-hmm. throws it right back in right and so that happens and then at some point it's like he was getting hot and so he goes to take off his jacket but yes. like the oh what's it called the um there's like a loop or something yeah. on the sleeve that yeah. gets caught on the um little one of the seated yeah one of the knobs, knobs yeah and, and instead of pulling over which is the <laughs> logical thing to do right he just continues to drive while he's fighting his jacket. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so, yeah, he's struggling. And finally he gets free, but the car ends up spinning. Yeah. And he's, like, screaming and freaking out. And, you know, he ends up, you see him, he's accidentally taking the, uh, he accidentally headed towards, like, the wrong exit or something like that when he spun out. Yeah. And uh, Neil wakes up and he's like, hey, he's like, what's going on? And, you know, he's trying to pretend like everything's fine. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. So anyway, yeah, at this point, they're heading in the wrong direction, but they don't notice. Um, At some point, you see like these two semis like going kind of coming towards them. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're just driving along and you see... There's a couple, they're like, oh shit, they're going the wrong way. They're going to kill somebody. And, you know, they're honking their horn, trying to get, you know, Dell's attention. And finally, and finally, you know, Neil notices and he's like, hey, he's like, I wonder what they want. And Dell's like, uh, he's like, I don't know. And so um, Neil rolls the window down 
and they're saying, you know, screaming at him, hey, you're going the wrong way. And Neil goes, hey, he's like, they're telling us we're going the wrong way. And Del goes, how would they know? They're like, you know, he's like, they're probably drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they're <laughs> they're still, they're like, you're going to kill somebody. And, you know, they're going back and forth with, you know, what? You know, you're going to kill somebody. And then finally, you see the semi coming at them. And they they end up going in between two semis. Yeah. And all yep. you, you hear them both screaming and all these sparks and stuff are flying. <laughs> and Neil looks over and looks at Dell and he's dressed up as like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, he's, he's riding with the devil, basically. Yeah. And so they actually make it through those two semis somehow. And they stop. And you see, you know, the trunk go flying off. Yeah. And the semis for which I'm sorry, I have a feeling they wouldn't keep going. I'm pretty sure they would have stopped. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. For sure. That's that's a insane thing to happen. Right. And it's a miracle that they escaped that alive. Right. Not crushed into tiny little pieces exactly. all over the freeway. Exactly. And so they get out of the car and they're looking at it and <laughs> there's obviously so much body damage. Oh, on yeah. both sides of the car. And car Del, total, it has to be. Yeah. Dell is like, oh, he's like, that's not that's not too bad. You know, they could buff that out. It's like, no, they couldn't. No, you no can't way. buff that out. That's major body damage. Right. You're talking multiple panel replacement, mm-hmm. which might even be more than the car's worth. Right. And so, you know, they're, <laughs> they're starting to, like, clean some of the stuff up off the road. You know, again, oh, yeah. what's his name's trunk? Um off the road and they end up they end up uh, sitting down or whatever on the trunk and they're talking and this is like where you find out that Dell had um, Dell had Neil's card like the entire time yes it was uh, after the car burst into flames yeah he realized that Right. Because the car burst in the flames, and then they both stand up and they're just laughing hysterically. Yeah, because it's, it's like, just, yeah, what how else, else can, can you, you react to this? Right. And uh, and Neil is celebrating because he's like, it's finally happened to you. Yeah, you're you're the one who gets screwed, and not me. This right. is on your credit card, not mine. Right. And Dale's like, Dale's like, not exactly. Yeah. It's on your card. And then that's when Neil's like, what do you mean? Yeah. It's on my card. Yep. And uh, he's like, you know, the basically the cards had gotten swapped. And he was like, you know, at the time, he's like, I had no money. I had no card. He's yeah. like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. He's like, well, I thought you, I, Neil, Dell even told Neil. I thought that you had lent me your card out of kindness. And he's like, kindness? <laughs> he's somebody... like, you stole it. Yeah, that's, that's, but nobody just slips yeah. a credit card into right. somebody's wallet out of kindness. It's like, hey, right. do you need some cash? Okay, here right. you go. Right. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, but, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, before this happened, I put it back in your wallet. Yeah. And so now his card is being burned up in yeah. the car fire as we speak. I like that scene too because when Neil is interrogating Dale as to where his 
um, card is now. Yeah. Every time he grabs they shake. nail, they shake in their jackets, make that whoosh, 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 yeah. noise. He's like that like, little swish noise. He's like, because whenever we went to gas up, I put the card back in your wallet. And they look back <laughs> with the car and it's flames in, and of stuff. Course, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's whenever <laughs> that's whenever Neil just hauls off and punches yeah, him right, slugs in, the right gut. in the stomach. And then he, you know, so John Candy's character is doubled over in pain. And Neil turns around and goes, like, falls again over the trunk. Yeah. You know, um, let's see. I think uh, the next scene. They're pulling up to that motel. Yeah. So somehow, I don't know how, but the car that had been had bursted into flames because of the cigarette. They were somehow able to put out the fire. Yeah, because that looked pretty out of control. That car should have been just a hunk of charred metal at this point. Exactly. But they pull up. Yeah, it's still smoking, though. Like, yeah. it's still smoldering. Yeah, and the steering wheel is still hot because his hand is stuck to it. <laughs> yeah. And the door is still hot because when mm-hmm. he goes to shut it, it, you know, you hear that little tss- yeah. sizzle noise. Yeah, so they make it to another hotel. And, you know, uh, Neil goes in and, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, no, you get your own room. Yeah, basically. exactly. Kind of like, We're I, sleeping yeah. in separate rooms. Yeah, I'm done with no you. No more. So... Um, you know, the guy asks for, you know, do you have a credit card? And poor Neil, man, he goes to pull out his credit cards, which are now burned to a crisp. And he's <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you know, I've got a diner's card, um, a visa card, and I've got, you know, a gasoline card. And you can't even tell what the hell they are Mm-mm. because they're just destroyed. No. And the guy is like, yeah, he's like, I can't, I can't accept that. Right, and um, he's like, "Well, do, either he asked if he had cash, or mm-hmm. then Neil offered cash at that yeah, point." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, he's like, I have cash," and he pulls out. I think it was like what seventeen. Yeah, it was seventeen bucks and some change. Yeah, and the guy again is like, "It's you know, sir, it's not, it's not my hotel. I can't accept that." Exactly. And he's like, "Okay," he's like, "Well, what if I throw in this really nice watch?" Yeah, and he sets the watch down. And I guess that was enough for the guy or whatever. It looked like a nice watch. I yeah. Mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And so, you know, they show Neil and Neil has his own room. And so, um, you know, poor Dell, he tries to do the same thing, but apparently a Casio isn't going to do it for him. <laughs> Which Casios, they're, they're not cheap either. No. Though. I don't know what Neil sat down. Right. It could have been a Rolex watch for all yeah, I know. I, don't I couldn't know. see the label. Right. But... I mean, Casios, they're not cheap either. I mean, they're not like a five, six, seven, eight hundred, three thousand dollar watch. Right. But I mean, yeah, you, you're going to spend a minimum of probably about 40, 50, 60, 80 bucks yeah. on a Casio. Right. But apparently that wasn't good enough. No. Um, so they show uh, Neil is in his room and you see. Uh, you see Dell in the the burned up car outside <laughs> and he's having a conversation, you know, kind of talking to his wife Marie. Yeah. Talking about how, you know, man, you know, I've really done it this time. Which is kind of funny because he he talked about how much he adores her. Right. But he kicks it off with, you know, you're right. I what does he say? I really am the most overbearing person to come down the turnpike or or something like that and it's like man your wife tells you that yeah and 
Doesn't sound like a very nice and loving thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, and he's having a conversation, just talking, talking to himself like he's talking to his wife. Right. And while he's doing that and just kind of feeling sorry and everything, Neil looks out the window and sees him sitting in the car by himself and just kind of thinks to himself, is like, I can't leave him out there. He's, he's going to die. He, He will. It's freezing temperatures out there exactly and so he opens up the door and uh and invites neil dale the invites john candy's character in yeah (laughs) tells him like what are you doing you know you're gonna you're gonna freeze to death out there right and so he takes him up on the offer goes inside and uh they kind of hit it off a little bit better than normal this time. Well, it's because alcohol was Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> so, hey, I would have done the same thing. They right. got no credit card. They got no license in yeah, that room. that's true. That dude, all he took was 17 bucks and a watch. Yep. A mini bar is free for all. That's true. So, yeah, so they're hitting the mini bar pretty hard. And, yep. Um, <laughs> I, I liked it because Neil is, you know... He was eating like a little bag of Doritos or whatever, and he's <laughs> like, "Hey, you think you think this will be a good combo?" And yeah, I think, I think it was tequila and tequila Doritos. Tequila and Doritos. Yeah, and you know, that's uh, definitely a Del is like, I think. no, he's, and they were just talking, you know, kind of back and forth about. Um, at one point, Dell mentions like, "Yeah, you know, my legacy is going to be just a bunch of these shower curtain rings that you know that stay put or whatever." And Neil says, you know, at the absolute, you know, the absolute best is that, you know, you've got a wife that loves you. Right. And you see Del, you know, head off to the bathroom or yeah, whatever. Kinda... They're kind of laughing back and forth about stuff. And and Neil is like, why do I feel like I'm at summer camp? And, you know, they're <laughs> just, they're, you know, yeah, just at that point drunk and uh, yeah they're kind of happy they're punch drunk because it's late and they're tired yep and they're also literally drunk yeah because they hit the mini bar right up. so they're kind of they're really really goofy right and so i can only imagine the hangover they'd have the next oh, day oh i would probably be feeling awful i would think the mixture like tequila and rum and oh just yeah all these, they like, were different drinking everything that was in the mini bar i think they had amaretto too because they had amaretto yeah yeah and uh, mean, they were drinking that you know i don't it, there was everything yeah so it's the next morning and they're trying to get the car um the, the there was snow and stuff like that right so they're trying to get the car out of like the snow um pile or whatever yeah. and so Neil was out outside of the car trying to push it while Dell was trying to floor it to get it to go forward. <laughs> and Dell's like, no, he's like, you know what? We need to rock it a little bit. Yeah. And so he puts it in reverse and slams on the gas. And so it backs up into the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point, Time it's just go. like, oh, shit. And then. You know, Dell is like, come on, go, go, go. And so, or I'm sorry, Neil was telling him like, all right, go, go, go. And so he starts taking off and Neil gets in the car. And yeah, they just go as fast as they possibly can. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because. For sure. <laughs> you see Dell though, and he's got his arm out the window doing the hand signals <laughs> yeah. since he doesn't have. He's signaling have. for a right hand turn mm-hmm. and stuff. 
And so you just see Goof. them, yeah, driving down the road in this like horribly messed up car. Oh yeah, that's they're getting all apart. kinds of funny looks from people on the yeah. road. Yeah, I mean, because you can tell it's like not safe yeah, whatsoever. It's missing the roof. Mm-hmm. It's miss the sheet metal is charred, and none of the stuff inside works right. electrically. And that's just it. You see them driving along. And you see a, a cop, you know, clocks them at 78 miles an hour. Yeah. And so, you know, the cop, you know, ends up pulling him over. And he, he he comes up, you know, and of course they're asking, you know, is there anything wrong, officer? And he's like, the hell are you driving? Right. And so he asks, because it's like, you know, what the hell kind of car is this? Exactly. And so, you know, he's talking about, basically the cop starts running down, like, you know, okay, so you have no outside mirrors. And they're like, no, we lost those. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, you don't have, you know, none of your uh, in- instruments are working. And he's like, no, not a one. He's <laughs> like, and he was talking about how it's kind of funny, though, the radio still works. He's like, you know, after all that, the only thing that works is the radio. <laughs> and the cop mentions, you know, I can't let you keep driving in this vehicle. Yeah. You know, it's not safe for the road. And um Dell is like, well, he's like, sir, I'm I'm trying to get my best friend home here, you know, for Thanksgiving, you know, to be with his family. And of course that you know, cop doesn't give a shit. Well yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, like it's I'm not sorry safe. that stinks, but this car is a death trap. Yeah. You're gonna kill yourself or somebody or else. somebody else. Right. And so that's just it. You see them, you know, kind of outside the um the police station and you see the truck or yeah. the uh, car being towed off and they're towing it into impound yeah i mean you can't do anything with it no and no. you see you see neil and he's you know kind of kind of walking around or whatever and you see a semi pull up uh-huh. and uh um dell gets out he's like hey he's like our ride you know came in or whatever and um, Neil's like, oh great. He's like, I don't, I don't care. Just as long as it's got heat or whatever. And he's like, well, he's like, we're actually gonna have to sit in the back. <laughs> he's like, because the driver, you know, um, doesn't really want anybody sitting up next to him. Yeah. So you see them. They're sitting with in the back with frozen meat. Right. It's not even a refrigerated no. trailer. It's 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 a frozen trailer. Right. And so you know the temperature inside there is got to be maybe five degrees right i don't know it's gonna be like super cold because you don't want that beef to spoil right any chance of it spoiling because what if the freezer broke breaks in transit you're gonna need that freezer to stay super cold right as long as possible until you can get that thing up and running exactly so they're gonna take it down to like practically sub-zero temps probably right (laughs) and so yeah they're just sitting back there freezing and stuff but it's like okay well we're almost home yeah sorry about our dogs they, yeah we're we, sorry we've been trying to keep this under control and they're they're crazy yeah so you might hear some crazy dog barking once in a while yeah um but anyway so they finally make it to chicago and um we see them and they're at the train station and yeah. uh they're they're saying their goodbyes and stuff and you know Dell is kind of like well he's like I told you I'd get you home before dinner right and you know they're they're you can tell like they're happy to be home but at the same time Neil is kind of like you know 
even through all that, you know, crap that they had to go through. Right. You know, they've become friends. Right, exactly. So, anyway, he gets on the train to head home, and you just see him sitting on the train, and he's thinking about, first of all, like, you know, seeing his wife and kids and, you know, the Thanksgiving dinner itself. You know, all these, you know, good things that are about to happen. And then... You see him also flash to, you know, the memories that he had with Dell. Yeah. And one thing that sticks out to him is, again, the conversation where he says, I haven't been home in years. Mm-hmm. And you see him and he he uh, ends up actually going back to the train station. Right. And he sees Dell sitting there, you know, with his trunk and all of his stuff. And he's kind of like, hey, he's like, you know, what are you doing here? And he tells them, he's like, you know, well, he's like, I don't, I don't have a home, is yeah. what he says. He's like, Marie's been dead for eight years. Right. And that's when you find out, yeah, his wife was actually dead the whole time. Right. Which the clues were all there they throughout were. the movie. Right. But Steve Martin's character was so either maybe into himself. Right. Or dense that he didn't catch on that something is up. Because I mean, when he mentioned, he's like, you know, well, at least you have, you know, wife. a wife to grow old with. Right. Dale's face, Dale's face, like, just kind of sank. Yeah, that's and true. he didn't really want to answer anything else beyond that. Right. And so at that point, you know, he he's like, well, you know, he's like, hey, come with me. And so you see, you know, you see Dale and... Uh, Neil yeah. carrying the trunk, you know, one on each side. And they, you know, approach this, you know, Neil's big ass house, which to me almost <laughs> looks like the same house from freaking Home Alone. Yeah, the McAllister house. Yeah. So, you know. 18 bedrooms. Yeah. And so, you know, they they go inside or whatever. And, of course, everybody, the kids are excited to see them. Yeah. And, you know, dad and, you know, that kind of stuff. And. He's giving the family hugs and kisses. And at the same time, he's introducing Dell, you know, to his in-laws and his parents. And you see his wife is standing on the, the uh, staircase. And, you know, he, you know, introduces her, you know, to him and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And she comes down the stairs and they, you know, give each other a big hug and a kiss. And it's just, you know, it's just a really sweet, you know, ending. Aww. Yeah, and uh, it ends with, <laughs> you know, showing Dell's, you know, face. And he has kind of like a little smile on his right. face, and that's how it ends. So, anyway. You know, it was kind of, and they always show it in movies when there's like a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. A kid runs the door and opens the door. It's yeah. Like, who, who is, who's the <laughs> parent in this house? Where are the adults? Right. Why is the a kid allowed to just run to a front door and open it? And go, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know, right? Kids will be kids, and they'll they'll get all excited and want to like answer something, you know, because adults do it. They want to do, yeah, be like adults and stuff, right? But it's it's just it's a pet peeve of mine in movies. I know when right? a kid just randomly just flies open a door. It's like there could be like a thief on the other side <laughs> right? of that door. You don't know who's there. Exactly. Let me look for the people. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll, I do have a couple of facts. Oh, okay. So that was my rant for the. Oh, you're for you're the minute. Fine. So let's see, John Can. This was uh, John Candy and Steve Martin's favorite film of their own. Um, you know that they both did. Right. Well, I can see why. Right. 
Um, let's see. The marathon uh, car rental scene is exactly one minute long from the time Steve Martin starts his tirade to the time the attendant ends the scene. And that's 60 seconds, the word fucking is used 18 times. <laughs> the film would have easily been rated PG or PG-13 by the MPAA if it wasn't for that scene. <laughs> so that's pretty like crazy. That. Yeah. That's that's funny that it got an R rating just because of that. Like we were talking yeah. about, or like I had thrown in there actually. Right. But I, I understand, you know, why they have parameters for right. movie ratings and stuff but to me i mean yeah it's a lot of times to use the f-bomb but i know it exceeded the amount right that they were allowed but to me it still isn't bad enough to warrant an r rating to me the movie is pg-13 right i know what you mean um let's see john hughes in an interview on the those aren't pillows dvd uh, said he was inspired to write the film story after an actual flight from New York to Chicago he was on was divide, uh, diverted to Wichita, Kansas, thus taking him five days to get home. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. Well, it only took them two days. Which, to me, I feel like that timeline doesn't make sense. I could no, see, it doesn't. I could see three days, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I could have sworn at the beginning of that movie it said two days till Thanksgiving. I think so. On the on the card. Right. Title card. Right. But, yeah, I... Yeah, five days seems more yeah. accurate. Because there's... Yeah. There was so much going it would on. Be insane. Yeah. So... The logistics of trying to get home whenever you're so far from home. And you gotta find rentals or find this or find that. Right. It's crazy. So Steve Martin was convinced to join the production after favoring two scenes he had read from the script. The seat adjustment scene in the car and the F-word tirade at the car rental desk. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how that's what sold him. I that. know. Because that one is uh, one of two of my favorite. One of my favorite scenes. There's two scenes in that movie that are my favorites. Yeah. It's that one and it's the scene where Steve Martin losing it, loses it and is interrogating... Uh, John Candy. Yeah. He's grabbing his coat and he's swishing him back yeah. and forth and stuff. <laughs> um, Neil's house was also a set built from scratch consisting of seven rooms and taking five months to complete. Jeez. It ended up costing $100,000, which oh. angered Paramount executives and caused turmoil on the set. I could understand that. That's insane. Right. Goodness gracious. So. So. Did I hear that right? That set they the set they built hundred thousand, but and it was only used to film the interior of the house it for sounds like it that the interior is like featured in the film like maybe a total of thirty to sixty seconds. I know. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah I can understand why they would be pretty pissed about that. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, dude, just. Either throw something together real quick or film this, like, really quick in somebody's house that actually exists. So, let's see. The name of the railroad on which the actors ride is Contrack, a fictional name. It is a combination of Conrail and Amtrak, uh, two well-known American railroad operations. Oh. Now, I didn't know this until I had read the fact, and then I... Because I had read these facts, like, the other day. 
And then whenever we were watching, I did notice this. It says, after Dell steals Neil's cab at the beginning of the movie, Neil looked down and sees that the cab is gone. In the puddle on the ground, there are two shower curtain rings. Oh, I didn't didn't even notice that. I noticed that this time just because I had read that fact before. Huh. I didn't even notice that. I'm wondering, did you come across anything? Because I never explained it in the movie, but I have like a theory Okay. Whenever Neil was in the parking lot and his car is missing, the rental car. Okay. And is that the car that Dale Dale ended up getting? Because Dale um, always seems to just swoop in and take right. stuff from Neil, and just be completely oblivious that he's done so. Um. I'll so go. like, whenever Dale Dale used the credit card of Neil's to rent the car. Could he have somehow gotten um, gotten Neil's car and just kind of taken off obliviously? Um, <laughs> let's see. I just wonder that because they didn't address that in the film, right? And it was something I just started. I, I started kind of thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if that's. I wonder if that was the case. Um, hmm. you don't have to. I don't... If you gotta dig for it too hard, you don't have to... Yeah, I don't think so. But... So... Yeah, I was... I was just curious. It, it it might not even be addressed anywhere. Maybe it's just something that they just kind of left to your imagination. Right. Which, that wouldn't surprise me. That's if just that it. was the case. I didn't think about that, but that's probably what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about that, so... Hmm. Oh, well. So, yeah. Um, let's see. What do you want to use uh, to rate this? Um, we could use flaming sedans. Sounds good to me. <laughs> this is like a classic, so I always give it at least a four and a half. Yeah. I have to watch this every year. Oh, yeah. I, I'm kind of, I can be kind of liberal with my ratings, I guess. Yeah. I would say five. Yeah. Five out of five flaming sedans. Nice. So, let's see here. Uh, we we own this movie, but we looked it up. You can fa- find it on your basic, you know, your Amazon, um, you know, any of those types of things where you can rent. Yeah. Um, and depending on when you're listening to this, like around this time of the year, it's on TV like all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure so. it's. It's on like Comedy Central, oh, yeah. uh, IFC. Anyway, so uh, next week we're going to kick off our Christmas movies, which I'm really excited about because that's my all-time favorite time is Christmas. So Yeah. Um, we're going to start it off with Elf. So, you know, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Bye.